How's it going, love birds? You are now tuned into the podcast that brings you real relationship advice from real relationship experiences. I'm your host, Derek Brown Jr. And on today's show, the Good Relationships Podcast, episode 38, I have a very special guest for you guys. Lovebirds, I'm introducing to you music recording artist Tori and Ball. How's it going today, brother? What's going on, brother? How you feeling, man? Feeling pretty good. What's going good. on, Lovebirds? <laughs> I appreciate you for coming out. I know you've been doing shows all week and everything, so uh, if you could, could you introduce yourself to the Lovebirds, a little bit about yourself, definitely, what you got going on? Definitely. Uh, what's going on, Lovebirds? I go by the name of Torian Ball, reporting live from the east side, East Moline. Um, born and raised, uh, I am a viral rap artist with over 60 million views, best-selling author on Amazon. My book, Vibes Don't Lie, about relationships and social media, is available on Barnes & Noble. It's available on Amazon, books.com, anywhere. Just look up Vibes Don't Lie, Torian Ball. Um, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter, IG, everything, backslash Torian Ball. And yeah, man, I've got a crazy single out with Wiz Khalifa called Wings. Um... Yeah, just a lot, man. Google the name. I promise you, a lot's going to pop up. Excellent, excellent. Make sure you love birds. Google Tori and Ball. You will appreciate his music so much and everything he has to say. I promise you, crazy value. So you know how we do. We go straight into the questions. So Tori, my first question for you All right. is, what would you say has been noticeable pros and cons from the use of social media? Um, I feel like the... On the pro side of things, um, it gives a platform for people from small areas to get their thoughts out to the world, to get their name out to the world, to get their face out to the world. Um, I think that it connects people from all over the world with similar views, similar you know mind states, um, and you know I just feel like it shows you that life could be a lot worse as well. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And on the con side of social media. Um, a lot of ignorance, um, negativity naturally spreads a thousand times quicker on social media than the positive things. Mm. Um, what else with negativity and the cons of social media? Um, a lot of temptation, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, you get into it with your significant other, you guys go your separate ways, call each other later that night, and you say goodnight, you know <laughs> what I'm <up>. saying? <laughs> but now, you know, you hop on social media and there's somebody already in your inbox, there's somebody in your inbox requests and you know there's a lot of options you know what i'm saying so it's you know temptation and a world full of human beings where their flesh is weak is you know it, it can it can get dangerous so yeah would you say that like more people are attracted to like the drama and negativity oh, on social media definitely i mean we were raised as from kids to be addicted to drama addicted to negativity period from the video games we played from the movies we watched i mean i feel like it was almost planted like a seed into us to catch our attention you know and even if you go on the news the news there's nothing positive on the news <laughs> you know? so you know by the time you get to watching an hour straight of news you'll probably be depressed you might right. see a therapist then so you know i feel like you know social media and the news are kind of like hand in hand with spreading that negativity a little bit man it's crazy you say that because I know there's people, I've seen people react to like, oh, there's a fight versus, oh, there's, you know, some good things happening over here. Oh, definitely, you know? definitely. You know, and another thing, too, that is really scary is that, you know, I could leave here and get into a car accident, you know, and 
be fighting for my life and somebody would rather pull out their phone and record me rather than call the police or call an ambulance or even try to help me, period. They just pull over and record it rather than say, hey, you know, you need some help or can I get an ambulance for you or anything of that nature? And that is really scary about social media. Because they're so drawn into it and possibly like getting some views, views. being the first person, you know what I'm saying? You know, one thing with social media is that people don't fact check anymore. Mm. If the lie is more entertaining than the truth, people will run with the lie because it's more entertaining. And it's very sad because, you know, even the news, you know, the news will run with something saying, you know, somebody did something horrible and then find out that they never did it in the first place and won't even try to clear it up. They're just, you know, they're so excited to be the first person with the news. You know what I mean? So, yeah, with that and social media, that is dangerous. How do you feel that social media has affected people psychologically? I think psychologically it has created a stronger presence for people to want to feel accepted. Mm. They want to feel like people have the same mentality as them. They feel like they want people to accept them. Like say, you know, you put on a nice outfit and to you it looks nice and that should all be the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. But then they'll take a picture of themselves, post it on the internet and wait for people to like it to get approval that that outfit is nice. To get a feeling? Yeah, to get that feeling, you know, and not just that, but, you know, it's really has, you know, it makes people not want to say what they feel. They want to make sure people see what they want them to see, hear what they want them to hear, rather than really speaking from the heart. And I feel like that's what made my whole rise on social media so real because there's nobody being authentic anymore. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got filters on their words, on their pictures, everything. And when you finally run across somebody that's going to tell you like it is, you pay attention. Right. Hence, that's how Cardi B built her name. Right. You know, she was ratchet for sure, but, you know, she was real about it. She was unapologetically herself and in a world of social media that's so hard to find right now. Wow. So would you say that, like, majority of people who are posting these like photos of them doing whatever do you feel like they're just lacking authenticity lacking authenticity and some people truly love themselves and really just want to spread that and you know if they post a picture that they're happy and their following sees it they're following it makes them happy you know and but a lot of them are posting it with the addiction of getting a reaction <sighs> with having somebody react to it you know what i mean and you know i've met a lot of these you know IG models these social media influencers and you think like you know you see their videos you see their posts like oh this person's fun uh -huh, you know what I'm saying uh -huh. this person's great <laughs> and you meet them and they're the most shallowest wow. most you know what I'm saying unentertaining person you could meet and you're like yo I should have just left it at a like mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. so you know that's you know it's it, it definitely has affected people psychology and then back to what we were saying about people pulling out their phones you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying like it's desensitized people a lot. And I don't think social media did that. I think the internet did that. Mm. You know, because your average 11-year-old can go look up somebody getting their head blown off. Yeah. And then, and they could see it, you know, with no no type of filters, no type of censor, censorship. And then they get off of the internet, put their headset on, and go kill a bunch of people on a video game. Yep. It's yep. like, what are we trying to teach our kids yep. about the future? Yep. You know, and these kids start playing Call of Duty at eight, nine. Yep. You know, so, you know, like, I was with 
I was uh, I was with um, a couple of my little cousins, and I took them to the movies. I think we were watching one of the Marvel movies, and my cousins knew what type of guns they were shooting. Oh, seriously? And knew what type of artillery it was. So they're like naming out AR-15, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, that's an AR-15. <laughs> oh, what? Ballistic. Are you, like, are you are you kidding me? You know exactly what type of gun that is? Yeah, I, I use it on Call of Duty. Whoa. I was like, yeah, this is this is definitely training our kids in a whole different perspective. And they're just desensitized, you know? They don't, like, the, the youth, the younger generation, somebody, a mass shooting, oh, too bad. You know, mm-hmm. uh, somebody somebody got killed. Mm-hmm. You know, horribly. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's wild. You know, th- mm-hmm. that's it. You know, there's no sympathy or empathy at all. Mm-hmm. So yeah, people aren't really caring unless it happens to them necessarily. And another thing too, I want to put out there for social media. Anybody listening, especially you lovebirds out there, um, if you are having a problem with your loved one or your significant other, don't post it on <laughs> social media. And especially, you know, for you lady lovebirds out there, talk, you know, with the men ain't shit posts, and then we see you guys out to dinner in Duck City or something <laughs> later on, like, that is, you know, it, it, there's nothing more embarrassing than having a fallout and then making up and then acting like nothing happened when the rest of us are sitting here using your drama for entertainment. Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. just a little footnote there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's interesting. I... I know you didn't mention this, but I know you feel the same way about people putting in like certain rap artist music in their their mind too, along with the guns, along with the oh, just the social media uh, drama. So like, what I like about you is that you're not promoting the same kind of stuff. Like you're promoting something more positive. Could Correct. you speak a little bit more about what you do? Yeah, um, you know my my music is more about empowerment. My music is more about love. My music is more about pain. I talk about you know I don't talk about the killing I don't talk about the death I don't talk about shooting people and all of that and you know out here you know sleeping with multiple women and stuff like that I talk about the effects of it mm-hmm. because I've been on both sides so you know I, I've seen a dead body I've touched a dead body of somebody I loved and you know words can't describe that type of feeling and you know for these rappers that are talking about you know shooting ops and you know you know hitting bops and all of that <laughs> like you know it's you know, they talk about these things and there's no there's no medium. You mm-hmm. know, the, all you have is the extreme shooting, killing people, having sex with multiple women, not caring. But then you have this super depressed emo rap that's out that's very popular right now where, yes, these people are super depressed, they're heartbroken. And then they're talking about this stuff too and there's nobody talking about the whys or what's or recovering from these things. Mm-hmm. It's just, I want to die or I want to kill someone. Right. There's nobody talking about the pain and processing these emotions, and I feel like my music helps you process those emotions. I feel like what I what makes me special is that I want to talk about cheating from a male and female perspective, and what you can do to get past it and to move forward with your life. If you've had somebody die, or you've known somebody that got killed, I want to talk to you about the pain that you're feeling right now. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the memories and moving forward with a positive mindset, you know what I'm saying? And that is what makes me different from the rest of these artists out there because I feel like they're just talking about one thing. And even the conscious J. Coles, your Kendricks, they're speaking on these things, but they're treading very carefully around it. Mm -hmm. And what makes my music different is that I take a universal approach to it and make you just understand it by telling you straight like it is. And I feel like that's the difference, though. 
And and so you definitely believe that that's what we need more of, telling it like it is. Oh, yeah. You know, don't sugarcoat it. There's a lot of lot of filters out here. <laughs> There's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of make-believe. It's a lot of, you know what I'm saying, glitz and glamour and smoke and mirrors, man. And nobody wants to tell you what's on the other side. And I feel like that's what God put me here for is just to create the conversation and to change. You know, I feel like, you know, a lot of people say, you know, you have this huge women following. Like, why do you cater to women more than men? It's because statistically women are raising our men now. Mm. And if I can get into the minds of these women and get these women playing this music and having this mentality with this music while these while they're raising these young men in these single mother households, then that message is going to get spread to these children at a very early developmental age. Mm-hmm. And I can change the mindset of these young men that are going to be growing up into this next world. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's truly why God wanted me to do the things that I do and speak to the music and to the fans that I yeah, no, that w- that would definitely create positive change. Definitely. I definitely agree. You know, we're, especially working with kids who don't have father figures, Facts. and being yeah. one, I'm one myself. So you know, my dad has been locked up in jail since I was two years old. Never had the chance to have a father. Never had a picture with him. Never had a birthday. <laughs> you know, none of that. You know, and I don't, I don't necessarily fault him for that because I mean, you're in jail. What can you do? Right. But he's always made an effort. You know, he sent his car tries to call you know what I'm saying and things of that nature and I respect him for that you know what I mean for at least showing that much effort because I know there's a bunch of kids I grew up around that used solely that excuse of not having a father as to why they did all of the bad things that they did you know and I always wanted to be that example that said you know regardless of me having a dad or not I'm going to be the best version of myself that I can be right and it's working so far <laughs> man yeah, that's just amazing way you just laid all that out, and I know that there's a lot of people listening who feel the same way for sure. I wanted to ask you what, since you're talking about social media mm-hmm. and the psychological effects, mm-hmm. what is your opinion of dating apps such as Tinder? <sighs> you got Tinder, you got Bumble, you got it's a lot of them out there. Um, dating apps, uh, I personally tried the tinder app and i uh tried it for like a couple of weeks mm-hmm. and at first dead silence <laughs> <laughs> when nobody swiping left or right on me you know and then um somebody finally swiped on me and i was like okay so what's this about <laughs> like because all my friends from like I, I travel a lot so like all my friends out of town they're like Psh, tinder bro right tinder man right. Make it happen. You know, you're in recovery mode. You're fresh out of relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is your spot right here. You're going to flourish. And I was like, I don't know. And, like, um, I met up with somebody out when I was in L.A. And we got together. We hung out. You know what I'm saying? And we just chilled. Like, it wasn't anything sexual. And I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Right, right. And then I came home to the Quad City. <laughs> it's different. And, different you, know, I re- I, 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 you know, updated <laughs> some photos, you know, and threw my Tinder back out there and made it you know back live and I met a girl and um, you know we talked real briefly and then we met up and she was like so are we gonna do it now or what and I was whoa. like whoa like whoa. 
I just, you know, I thought we were just hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Like, my last experience right, wasn't was like different. this. And she was like, well, I said that I wasn't looking for a relationship and I just wanted to have fun. Like, did you not get the picture? And she was, like, really aggressive about sleeping together. And we did sleep together. Right. I, I took it. <laughs> and But at the same time, it was like, you know, and then, like, after it was over, she was like, all right, cool. You know, I'll, I'll hit you up some time. And, you know, yeah, we'll see each other around. And I was just like, oh. Okay. All right. All right. And, you know, at first it was like a fun, like exhilarating feeling. And then it was just a feeling of pure loneliness. Mm -hmm. I was just like, you didn't like me or ask me too many questions about myself or anything. Like, I was like, is this how women feel? Like when a guy like, you know, pursues them and then like after he hits it, like hit it and quit it. Like, is this the hit it and quit it feeling? Right, right. And I didn't like that feeling, man. I didn't feel like, you know, um that chick deserved my time or my effort, my energy or anything sexual. And, but she was a beautiful girl and that's what really confused me. And, you know, I found later on found out that a lot of the beautiful chicks mm-hmm. are, you know, as long as the guy fits this description, has this car, his own place, his, you know, job, money and stuff like that. As long as he fits the description and they're not looking for anything like these females, like these fuck boys out here turn these girls to some savages, man. And yeah, man, I, I for anybody that would be out there using these dating apps, use it with no intention of finding love. Mm-hmm. If you want to find an experience or if you're trying to, you know, really just find yourself sexually and find somebody to explore those things with, definitely get yourself, you know, hop on one of these Tinder apps or something. But be careful because you never know, mm-hmm. you know, and make sure you're using protection Please, let me stress that enough. Make sure you're using protection because I don't know how it is in these other cities, but it's rare, very rare for females in the Quad Cities to even ask for protection, man. It's crazy. Like, they, you know, you get, things get heated and they go straight in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, man, like, that is, that's dangerous. Like, very, you know what I'm saying? Very, very dangerous. So. And, you know, and then, you know, there's a lot, you know, the pregnancy rate is always high in the Quad Cities always you know what i mean and it's because of dating apps and people you know being friends with benefits and then shit happens right. and then you know everybody's looking at each other like uh what are we going to do now and you don't want to be in that situation where you're creating a family from with somebody you barely even know so use protection out there guys if you're using those tinder dating apps you hear me lovebirds <laughs> no, rewind that a couple times they're, de- they're definitely tuned in Facts. probably about to delete the app right now like, man, I, don't like, uh, I don't know or, so. or re-download it facts. <laughs> big facts um transitioning into cheating because yeah. that's something that i know that we are both we both have some passion about just you know relieving that situation from people and just educating more people about it definitely um my question for you is, would you say that the use of social media in cheating are correlated in some way? Um, I really went in depth on my book about this. And it's, uh, I said social media has ruined relationships and it hasn't. But I would say that social media hasn't ruined relationships. People acting single on social media has ruined relationships. Mm. And um, you know, it's a lot of talking faces out here in these streets. And if you guys love birds, if you guys don't know what the talking phase is, that's when you guys are into each other and you're sleeping together, but there's no lines drawn yet. Mm. There's no loyalty, there's no exclusiveness yet, and you guys are still trying to figure out where it's going. 
And I feel like social media and cheating are correlated because like I was saying earlier, people get into fights. They get in, you know, you're going to get into disagreements with your significant other. You're passionate about this person and you're passionate about whatever you feel. And yes, you guys are compatible, but that doesn't mean you're going to agree on everything mm-hmm. at every single moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially food. We'll get back to that food. Women and <laughs> your food and what you want to eat causes a lot of struggles, you know what I'm saying? And just to give you an example, like, you know, you guys could get in an argument about what you want to eat and start arguing, things blow up, and you guys are not going out to eat now, and you're not talking. And next thing you know it, you're on social media scrolling. Mm. She's on social media scrolling. Nine times out of ten, there's already a guy in the inbox that she's not even responding to. And he's got maybe a couple prospects, you know what I'm saying, in his inbox, and once you're having that feeling like this person is making me mad, you automatically get bombarded with other options. Yep. Rather than sitting down and fixing the problem, people go and find a replacement. Mm-hmm. And it's not cheating in the talking phase, but in a relationship phase, if you go and confide into another person of the opposite sex about your problems in your relationships, you're opening a door yep. for somebody to walk in. Yep. Because now you're creating a sense of comfort with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And creating that sense of comfort with somebody else is going to lead to cheating mm-hmm. because of the temptations. Our flesh is weak. It is true. The Bible did not lie to us. Our flesh is very weak. And temptation is very strong. You know what I'm saying? And we'll get back to more of that a couple questions down. But I'll leave it at that right now. For sure. For sure. Then I'll definitely move on to the next question because I know I want to hear about what you got to say. Definitely. Um, do you believe that cheating has become more of a common and expected event in today's relationships? Most definitely. Most definitely. Especially through the talking phase. Like, usually in the talking phase, the female's being loyal, the male's not. Mm. And, or vice versa. You know, it's usually one person being a lot more faithful because they see a true relationship with the person, and the other person kind of does, but kind of wants to be free. And, you know, like I said, the lines get blurred, and I feel like it is definitely more common. You know, I've, I have conversations with people older than me, people my age, and people younger. And with the younger kids, they don't even take relationships serious. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're getting more into the generations where parents being married isn't even common. Mm-hmm. Parents being together isn't common. Parents liking each other isn't even common Mm -hmm. so these kids and you know i'm saying these people you know i'm saying and my generation and younger like they already have it in their minds that a relationship isn't realistic Mm -hmm. and they already have it in their minds that somebody is you're talking to somebody else you know and because they grew up in social media age mm-hmm. you know they have all these options just like you do and so they're not taking anything serious mm-hmm. and until it gets serious mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and you know that's why a lot of these young girls are getting pregnant and not caring about the dad being there or even wanting the dad to be there because they're having kids with the want of having someone to love them unconditionally because their parents didn't right. because their siblings didn't and because their significant others did it. And now they have a child that they're raising that's fully dependent on them, and that's what they think love is. And it's sad. It's very, very sad. You know, and it's a cycle that just keeps repeating over and over. And, you know, it's, I feel 
feel like women expect to be cheated on at least once in a relationship, no matter how long term it is. And guys, crazy. And the, the the bad part about that is women cheat better than guys. And so, Definitely. and so it's like you know a guy would cheat and it'll fuck up his whole body language, his whole mentality. He'll be paranoid. He'll be acting different. And a female can cheat and go make you dinner that night. Yes. And you would have no idea. Cold, cold blooded. <laughs> but it's because men Oh, actually we'll go into the we'll go into the next question real quick and then we'll go we'll, we'll talk about it. I got you. Alright. So what do you feel like is your opinion of why people cheat? I feel like men cheat on impulse. Mm. I feel like men cheat physically and women cheat emotionally. That's interesting. Um, men, we're naturally sexual beings. We naturally have this urge inside of us to procreate at all times mm-hmm. because that we're men. You know, we have something that points outward, you know, and we stick it in things. And, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Men naturally just, you know, we, we have a lot more testosterone going on there. So it's just like, um, men, you know, when they get put in a situation of temptation, you know, they're going to take that temptation off of impulse mm-hmm. and not really be thinking about all the people that's going to be affected. Now, women cheat emotionally and they have something that you have to put something inside of. So it's naturally going to be an internal thing for them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like women cheat most of the time out of resentment. And it could be resentment because the man cheated early in the relationship or cheated at some point in time or because the man is not providing something that she has desperately explained that she needed in the relationship. Right. And she'll try first and try to get you to kind of recognize like, yo, I, I really need this or I need you to be doing this or doing that. And once her faith in you doing whatever she needs you to do in the relationship is lost that's when her curiosity comes. That's when that wall, that non-response to all of these inboxes, because there's constantly thirsty dudes. It doesn't matter if you're a good-looking girl, bad-looking girl, there's a type, there's a guy that, that you fit his type. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, with that being said, you know, women will have this wall up. And then once that wall slowly starts coming down, that's when they start responding and saying, you know, I have a man, but you know, we can be friends. You know, we can talk on here or whatever. And then she starts venting. Mm-hmm. As soon as he sees that venting coming in, boom. And, you know, one thing I, you know, one of my famous quotes, I have a lot of famous quotes on my um, social media, but it is uh, when the conversation is getting shorter with you, it's getting longer with someone else. Yep, that's for sure. And um, that is, you know, your tall tale sign of cheating. Like for a guy, you can just tell in his body language. All you gotta do, ladies, reach for his phone. If what he, are you doing? Yeah, if he, his whole body language, if he literally dashes for that phone, like it's a, you know, like 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 it's the last thing on this earth that he has a possession of, you know what's going on. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to ask anything. You know what it is. You know, and for a female, um, you know, if once you see her not caring, mm. you know, when you know you cancel plans with her and she's not really bothered by it. When you are, you know what I'm saying, when she starts becoming distant, 
you know, when you ask, okay, you know, what are we doing later? Oh, I don't know. I might be, I might have something going on. But just, you know, a few months ago, she had nothing going on. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, what, what are we doing every day? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So once you start seeing those changes in, in her, then you know that somebody else has gotten her attention. And she's, you know, women leave the relationship. You know, you guys could be having the best sex in the world, going on great dates, and she could be mentally somewhere completely different. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, but that's why, you know, when women cheat or when women break up, they, they'll go back a few times, but when they're done, done, they're done, they're done, fam. And there is nothing you can do about it, man. And it's, it's, it's hard because that's when men usually realize how good of a woman they had. And they feel that. They feel it. You feel it in your core. I've been there, bro. Mm-hmm. I've been there <laughs> I've been too, there. man. I've been there a few times, you know, and, you know, I feel like that's why my advice is so good because I've been cheated on, mm-hmm. I've cheated and I've played both sides of the fence and I've felt the extremes of both and that's why, you know, I can share the wisdom that I can, you know what I mean? But I feel like that's why, you know, women cheat emotionally, men cheat physically. Mm. Well, my final question for you is just to kind of go off of that, it's what advice do you have for people like us, for people out there, all the lovebirds who have been victimized by cheating? Uh, what, what advice do you have for them? Um. What I, the advice I have for somebody that's been a victim of cheating is to understand that nine times out of ten, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, it is not your fault. It doesn't mean that you're less than. It doesn't mean that you're not good enough. You're dealing with someone that doesn't know the true meaning of love. Mm. And if you're in a relationship with someone and it starts becoming long-term, Please investigate what type of childhood they had, yep. what type of parents they had, what type of siblings they had, and evaluate their friends mm-hmm. because your circle definitely shows you what people are interested in, what people are excited by, and it shows you what type of person you're dealing with. You know, So if you have been a victim of cheating and you want to keep the relationship and you guys want to work this out, then you have to understand the true meaning of why they cheated, why they went out, why they felt the need to go out and cheat, and why they felt, why they felt like they could get away with it. And if they came to you clean, then they want this relationship. Yep. If somebody else outside of you two came to you and told you about it, mm-hmm. they thought that they could get away with it, and they mm-hmm. were completely disrespecting you out the gate. So. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I, unless the person confessed about cheating that's in the relationship, I would not keep the relationship going. I would end the relationship because that person doesn't respect you. Mm-hmm. And respect goes a long way. You know, I tell females nowadays, like, yeah, I would like for you to love me, but I would also really, really, really like for you to be loyal to me. I want loyalty at this stage in my life. Yep. You know, the love will come through that loyalty. Mm-hmm. And I want respect. You know what I mean? there's not that mutual respect and loyalty and they're not going out outside of you know when they're not in your presence thinking of you and thinking of how you would react to certain things and certain behaviors then you definitely need to leave that person alone and a lot of people don't want to start over and they keep they give the person a chance another chance another chance because they don't want to give that much of themselves to somebody else but I promise you lovebirds I promise you that 
have faith in your higher power. It doesn't matter what religion you specifically are, but have faith in your higher power or the universe that once you believe you deserve better, the universe will give you better. And you can't be scared of it. You just have to embrace that, embrace that lonely time, that lonely moment of being by yourself. Yes, mm-hmm. it sucks, but it teaches you a lot about yourself because some people get in relationships because they're lonely mm-hmm. and not because they truly want to have a long-lasting growing relationship with someone so mm-hmm. that is my advice for people that have been the victim of cheating i completely agree brother do, do you have any last words for the lovebirds yes i actually have a rap for them man about cheating perfect so, perfect <laughs> we could do that let's see here i said um Men and women are deceiving. Let's have a talk about cheating. Analyze both sides and try to come to agreement that men cheat for no reason. Women cheat with a meaning. Men just want to hit. Women want to get even. When foundations get built, can't ignore them cracks in the ceiling. Because when it rains, it pours and floods the entire building. It's people out here with families, homes, beautiful children that'll risk it all for the thrill that they ain't feeling. Her DMs stay flooded. They steady shooting they shot. And even though she loves him, she know he fucking them thoughts. Now her flesh getting weak and them shots ain't getting blocked. When women start being distant, a nigga taking your spot. Men a little more reckless. We just want some affection. And after we get home, we want to go home to our blessing. I said, and if we get caught, we're going to cry and beg for acceptance. And pray to God, karma don't never teach us a lesson. Everybody want love, but none of us can be trusted. Because we swipe our dirt on the rugs and never try to discuss it. A side piece won't even speak when they in public. Turned on by the fact nobody knowing that they fucking is Tory and keep it hunted. Always give you the truth. Listen to intuition. Pay attention to how they move. It won't be hard to tell when the elephant's in the room because all that cheating shit cool until it happens to you. And please don't get it confused. The Bible gave us the proof that Eve had everything and still ate the forbidden fruit. If you don't treat her like a queen, she might cheat with a duke because love is a dirty game when nobody plays by the rules. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> birds. this has been the effects of cheating in social media with music and successful recording artist Torian Ball. So, Thank you so much for coming on to the Good Relationships Podcast, I appreciate man. you, man. I appreciate you. Shout out to the lovebirds. Lovebirds. Stay blessed, not stressed.